Welcome to Manifest Action, the podcast, hosted by me, Sarah Love. I'm an educator, success coach, and I'm here to help you break up with your excuses so you can start taking the action you need to manifest your dream life. If you're ready to get out of that endless cycle of procrastination and create big shifts in your life, then you are in the right place. So settle in, listen up, and let's manifest some action. Hey guys, and welcome back to Manifest Action, the podcast where we focus on taking the consistent aligned action towards everything we've ever wanted. Thank you so much for your love on last week's episode. It's so great to be back podcasting. I'm honestly having so much fun with it, Um, thinking up episodes for you guys. I actually had a really different idea in my head for this week's episode but then when I was lying awake last night going to bed I just had this idea come to mind and I thought that I would share that this week since it's kind of like a topic of the moment. So how many of you have ever bought a planner or a notion template or something similar hoping it would solve all of your procrastination issues and make you more organized and productive than you've ever been in your entire life? I'm definitely raising my hand right now. I've definitely done that many times. And how many of you have ever really found a tool that actually worked in the long term? I'm not raising my hand right now. I have never managed to find a tool that has worked for me long term. Never found anything that has taken me from excuses to execution. Never found anything that helped me go from procrastinating to productive. And this is because those items are marketed to make you believe that they hold the key to your disorganization and procrastination, but they don't. How long do they work for? A week, a month? It's the kind of thing that you might buy in January and, you know, think, yeah, this is it. This is going to be my year. This is going to be the year when I stop writing all the same goals every year and I actually achieve the things that I've been meaning to achieve for so long. And this thing is going to help me do that but it doesn't. And I'm bringing this up today because of a well-known influencer here in the UK who honestly I love. I think she is what an influencer should be and she is using her platform really in the right ways to launch businesses that actually really make a difference. And I don't think that she had any kind of like negative intentions or this is not just like a money grab from an influencer kind of thing. I genuinely believe that she created this product hoping that she'd be able to help people. So basically she has created a Notion template for productivity and I have tried these Notion templates before and they do exactly the same thing as all these planners for me anyway. I'm sure they work for some people. This is this is the difference I'm going to make in a minute. They work for about the same amount of time as those planners do. Okay, and then you forget that you even have Notion, they stop working and you're back to where you started. And I think that this person created this Notion template for the people it probably will work for. She has shared her productivity strategy on her Instagram for a very long time now. I think she even has a book about it and it obviously has worked for her. She is a very successful influencer. She's a very successful businesswoman and she's also extremely young. So it's very easy for people to see someone like that online and think, oh, if I organize myself in the way that she does, then I'm going to be just as successful as she is, 
right? And that's just not the case. These things work for some people, but people who procrastinate, they really have a lot more work to do when it comes to productivity than just downloading a Notion template. And so the message I want to share with you today, and actually my entire message and my work as a coach is not about regurgitating what I've read in a productivity book, packaging it up into a few areas and calling it a coaching offer. Because the things that are standing between your procrastination, your overwhelm and your excuses or whatever reasons, quote in quotation marks, why you can't take action on your goals are the things that I'm going to be talking about today. So the things I'm going to be talking about today, if you can do them and if you can understand that this is a process that is lifelong, there is no arrival. Okay, I see people talking about that a lot. I made it, you know, that kind of content. If you can start working on these things, then you will be one of the few people who actually takes action on their unfulfillment. You can be the person that says, okay, I'm not very fulfilled in my life at the moment. I have an okay job and a somewhat decent lifestyle, but I just don't believe that this is it. So here's the key. What am I going to do about it? And then actually go and do the work to find the answers so that you can get out of this uncomfortable comfort zone that you're in. That uncomfortable comfort zone, right? What does that look like? Maybe you kind of feel like you're just existing in your lifestyle at the moment. Maybe you think that other people around you seem to be happy with what they've got. So why can't I be? But doing these things that I'm going to talk about today is going to make all the difference. So these four things, these go in order of difficulty and also in order of effectiveness. The first you could easily implement today and see some okay results. But then as we go down the list, they get harder to implement. But if you can work on them consistently and over the long term, then the results that you'll see will be far greater. Okay, we are never about quick fixes here. Although there are some quite actionable tips that you'll see in a second. So number one is the tips that you kind of read about in productivity books that actually do work in the short term. Okay, similar to these like procrastination, productivity and management things I've just been talking about. Okay, but these are things like setting a timer, right? Set a timer for 10 minutes and just do the work for 10 minutes and then see how far you get or even two minutes, right? Or just deciding to let it be messy and not worry about how it looks at the end. It's just a first draft. Okay, that is a great thing to do. If you can start doing those, that really helps you to overcome the resistance that initial resistance to doing the difficult thing that you just don't want to do or using tools like Focusmate, which I've talked about on the podcast before, like having someone on the other side of a screen to hold you accountable, right? These things work so that we can actually sit down and do things for a little bit, do the things that we are meaning to do. But how can we keep doing them over and over and over again? Okay. And this leads me to number two. Number two is all about energy management, right? I've talked about this a lot before, okay? Because we only have so much brain power each day. And a lot of us expect ourselves to operate like a machine because the typical work day is about eight hours, even longer for some people, right? Especially if you're a teacher like I used to be, you're expected to work like productively for that amount of time per day. When actually people aren't working that much in a, in a single day. They aren't doing lots and lots of high energy, lots of brain power, time consuming tasks in one day because it's just not possible. And this is kind of going back to the influencer that I was talking about earlier because 
from the outside, she actually does look like a machine from all the things that she's been able to achieve, right? So a couple of tips that I have here is that look at your list, okay? Look at your list of all the things that you'd ideally want to do. How many times have you written a list for one day, but actually it's probably more like a week's worth of stuff on that list? And then you finish the day feeling disappointed because you didn't even get to half of the things on that list. That has happened to me so many times and I now realize that I was just setting myself up to fail and it just felt really horrible. Energy management is, is all about managing your expectations of what you can actually achieve in a day and making sure that you get enough deliberate rest. Time for yourself to do fun things, time to be social, time on your own if you feel like you need that. Okay, this obviously all depends on you, but Get, making sure that you get enough rest and I'm not talking about sleep yes you should definitely be getting enough sleep but I mean actual rest time where you're not focusing on work and it's brain rest it's time when you're not actually thinking oh I can't really enjoy this dinner with my family because I should be working right now that's not true rest and this takes practice yes but the more you practice it the better you'll become at it and I've talked about this on the podcast before, my strategy for energy management, which is the big, medium and small tasks thing, which is only allowing yourself to have one or possibly two big tasks on your list each day. By big tasks, I mean things that take up a lot of time and a lot of energy, right? So only have one of those on your list each day and then a couple of medium tasks, maybe three. And those are the things that take up maybe a lot of time, but not that much energy or quite a lot of energy but not that much time okay and then the rest of the tasks for the day will be small tasks and those are things that don't require very much brain power at all or very little time things like doing the laundry that are still super productive but feel much easier to do so now we're getting into the harder things the more challenging long-term things that you need to work on in order to overcome this lack of productivity that you're experiencing and this is to become progressively more comfortable with doing uncomfortable things so this involves identifying the tasks that you're avoiding because they feel uncomfortable okay and this is the first step because a lot of the times we tell ourselves that we're not doing this task because we don't have time or it's not the right time or something else is more important but in reality if you really sat down and think about it you're not doing it because it feels uncomfortable to do. What about it makes it uncomfortable? Is it too hard? Do you genuinely have gaps in your knowledge that are in the way? Or maybe it's imposter syndrome. How are you gonna overcome that? Do you fear judgment from others? Do you fear failure? And in my own life, a great way that I've found to grow my own tolerance for discomfort is through fitness. I've had periods of being fit or unfit throughout my life. And I always notice that I'm more you know, quote unquote productive if I'm following some kind of fitness routine because, you know, the workout, when you do a workout, you feel amazing at the end of it, but actually making yourself do it feels incredibly hard. Even when you're doing it, if it's a hard workout, there's a lot of resistance. Um, I'm doing 75 hard at the moment, which is <laughs> definitely not a fitness challenge. It is definitely a mental strength challenge because you have to do one of the workouts outside every day. And I'm back in the UK now and it's October and it's getting a bit chillier and it's quite rainy at the moment. So sometimes I have to do my workouts outside in the cold, in the rain and every second while I'm doing the workout, I just don't feel good. 
I just don't want to do it. I tell myself that I'm going to speed up the video so I can be over faster. I tell myself that I'm only going to do half and then maybe go for a walk later so that I can still do my 40, my 45 minutes total outdoor workouts, which is not, <laughs> not what you're meant to do. And I never actually end up doing that, but the thoughts always go through my head while I'm doing the workouts. And what's helped me here is just noticing these thoughts and noticing how they also come up when I'm doing things like this, right? Starting the podcast again required a lot of overcoming the discomfort and, you know, just doing it. I was like, this is rubbish. This sounds stupid. I'm going to have to delete it. I think the first episode, the first um, ever episode I did, I think I recorded it three times because it just, I know it just sounded bad and I was worried about it being bad. Okay. So that brings me on to number four which is overcoming the actual fears that get in the way of taking action. And this is getting to the root cause of the mindset blocks that exist in the form of fear, negative self-talk, imposter syndrome, doubt, and all these are caused by thoughts, just thoughts. And you absolutely can move through them in order to take action. Now, this is a process. And is it possible to ever be done with this I don't know because I've I've, you know I haven't lived my whole life yet I don't know if I'm going to experience these things all my life I definitely still experience them I definitely still experience them now I just have a better idea of how to work through with it how to work through them once I've noticed them because but I assume they do continue because you know there's that saying new levels new devils right so in my mind there's always going to feel like there's some like mindset thing going on up there no matter where I get to in life and I was talking about this with a client a couple of weeks ago because if you think about like elite people like super successful um, athletes or businessmen or celebrities like they have teams of people around them all day every day to help them with this stuff and you know I'm sure that Taylor Swift or um, Serena Williams or um Reese Witherspoon, I'm sure they experience these kind of mindset blocks. I'm sure that they get in their own way sometimes, but they have people to help them through it, to guide them through it. Professionals, right? They have coaches for every single thing that they could possibly need. And what do we have? Most people hopefully have friends and family that they're able to talk to. And some people obviously have coaches and therapists. So if you've made the decision to invest in your mental well-being, either through coaching or something else like therapy, then probably this step becomes way easier. I definitely have experienced that myself. Like having a coach to kind of reflect this back to you is probably the number one thing that I would credit to me being able to quit my job in the middle of this year. I think without coaching, I still would be in a teaching job and not very happy there either. And then the other part of this is just the realization that this is an ongoing journey. And once you stop expecting yourself to arrive at success, to arrive at happiness, this journey just becomes way more enjoyable and rewarding. So number one and two, you can definitely start implementing these today, like right now. And if you're listening to this and thinking, okay, but I'm doing one and two, I'm even doing three a little bit, but I don't know, the discomfort is just too much. Maybe this thing that I want to achieve just isn't meant for me because I can't get through these blocks. Then I really want you to right now scroll down to the show notes and open my one-on-one application for coaching and just have a read and see if that resonates with you. 
I'm accepting new clients for November. So you can apply through my website or shoot me a DM on Instagram at to manifest action if you have any questions and I'd be more than happy to answer them for you. I hope you found these steps helpful and I hope you'll start implementing some of them right now so you can see some results. If you enjoyed this episode and you're listening on Spotify, please take two seconds to press the five star button. It would mean the world to me. And also please share it with a friend, share it on your story. That helps us reach even more people who are hoping to just take the action they need to take so that they can manifest what they want to achieve. Thank you so much for tuning in and I'll catch you in the next episode. Bye.